Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for being with me today in our devotion. We're in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. I promise you today will not be as long as yesterday. In fact, we've had some longer than normal devotions lately going through these Old Testament stories, but today and tomorrow will be quicker. So 1 Kings 17, this is a fairly well-known story from the life of the prophet Elijah where the flower in a bowl uh, continued day after day as God replenished it in a small amount of, of cooking oil in a jar. God multiplied it so that it continued to last for a long, long time. Um, so it's a well-known story, but what spoke to me was not that. What spoke to me in this chapter was how God at times uses humble circumstances and humble people to accomplish his purpose. Um, the chapter begins in verse 1 with Elijah, this prophet, confronting Ahab, the king of the northern kingdom of Israel, whom we learned yesterday was the most wicked of all the kings to this point in the northern kingdom, not only worshiping the, the corrupt religion that Jeroboam had established in the north to compete with the worship of God in the south, but he brought in this, this very prominent pagan god, Baal or Baal, and married a woman who worshipped that, that pagan deity and built a place of worship in Samaria, the capital city of the north, built a place where people could worship Baal and actually worship Baal himself. Wicked, wicked, wicked king. And Elijah confronts him in verse 1. And then the Lord told Elijah to go and uh, hide, verse 3 of chapter 17, hide yourself by the brook of Cherith. This was east of Jordan, so it was in what today on the map would be modern Jordan. And so he's, if, if you have the Mediterranean Sea to the west, then you have the Promised Land the southern kingdom of Judah to the south, the northern kingdom of Israel or Samaria to the north, the Jordan River, and then on the east side of the Jordan. So the promised land's on the west side of the Jordan, on the east side over in modern Jordan. God says to him, go over there and hide by this brook. And for an extended period of time, God provided him water from that brook. And, and God would have uh, ravens carry food and bread to him. So God took care of him as he hid there in this remote area. Now, the judgment of God on Ahab and the nation that uh, on, on Ahab and the nation that Elijah had, had talked about in verse 1 was there would be a severe famine and drought. No rain. No rain on the earth until God said otherwise. And we know from the book of James that drought lasted three and a half years. Then down in chapter 17, verse 9, after the drought was so severe that the brook dried up, <clears throat> God told Elijah to, to get up, to arise, and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. And uh, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he leaves this brook on the east side of the Jordan River, crosses the Jordan, to the west, through the promised land, over to Sidon, listen, to a village in that area 
the area from which uh, Jezebel, Ahab's wife, the queen, had come from, opposite over next to the Mediterranean Sea, and he spends, <coughs> excuse me, an extended period of time living with that widow, and that's where the miracle of the flour and the oil, continuing day after day, takes place. And so here's this poor widow with very, very, very limited resources, just her and her son. And that's where the prophet Elijah stays. And what spoke to me was how God used a simple, humble brook out in the rural area and a poor widow who only had her son and not much else to hide, protect, and care for the prophet Elijah. Now, it is true. Multiple times, many times over in the Bible, both the Old Testament and New Testament, that God uses people who are wealthy and people who are, who are powerful and connected to accomplish his purposes. And that there are wealthy and powerful people who love God and are godly and do good. God uses people like that. But in Elijah's life, in this chapter, that's not what God did. He used a, a, a simple, humble place like this brook, a little stream, a little, little uh, you know, brook of water. Uh, I think of it like growing up on the farm in Kentucky. We had a couple of springs, and that water in those springs was so fresh and so cold. Um, God provided for him in an humble place, humble circumstances. And then... God provided for Elijah through, through this widow, poor, a poor widow who had nothing but her son and a little bit of flour and a little bit of oil, and God took care of him. I, I'm thankful that God can use any of us, whether we are wealthy, poor, anywhere in between, whether we are influential and connected, or hardly anybody knows who we are and we have no influence or anywhere in between. I am thankful that God uses people from all walks of life. So don't allow your circumstance, whether you are wealthy and connected, poor, without influence or anywhere in between to be an excuse. God can use you. And I am so thankful for this story to remind us that sometimes God uses the small because the truth is um, with God little can be much God bless you I'll see you tomorrow